Hello and welcome to Driving Monkey. Uh, today in the Monkey Studios, we have Charles Allen, actor and comedian. Where are you from, Charles? I'm originally from the fabulous town y'all were just talking about, Houston, Texas. Are you a Houstonian? Yes, I am a Houstonian. For some reason, Charles wanted me to bring up that both his mom and dad are black. So uh, that's right. <laughs> we get that out of the way, and then we also have Jermaine Williams here. He's an actor, comic. Where are you from, Jermaine? Hi. Um, what was the first question again? <laughs> where where are you from? I think was the oh, uh, first I'm question. From, <laughs> I'm from. Uh, well, I was born in D.C. and I I was raised in Maryland. Oh, okay. On the East Coast. <laughs> Jermaine making a very easy question quite <laughs> difficult. Uh, and then we have Danielle Stewart, comedian. Uh, yes, hello, and I am from Boston, Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm James Uloth, your host as always. Uh, let's hop into this news, folks. Muslim headscarf ban turns into riot with 15 arrests. Muslim headscarves were banned from the Playland Amusement Park rides for safety reasons. Over 3,000 Muslims were at the park celebrating the last day of Ramadan. After an altercation, 100 police were called in. What a lousy day <laughs> to have, like, the last day of Ramadan, like, 3,000, like, oh, by the way, like, you think that would be the one day they're like, we're going to let it go, okay? Yeah. 3,000 people. Well, I was wondering, are these, were they coming there annually, like, every year? I don't know, but they said it was well publicized, the fact that uh, they were worried that the headscarves would blow off and get into wheels and stuff, and they banned everything, on not on all yeah. rides, just on certain rides. Yeah, And they, yeah. they actually said in the article that they made it very clear over and over again to the person who was organizing the uh, outing that headscarves were not going to be allowed on certain rides, so they knew going in. How it, crazy is that? <laughs> but to me, it's, it seems like... You know, look, I, I, I understand, but they were very quick to be like, they're doing this because we're Muslim. They're doing this because we're Muslim, you know? I was a little yeah. bit jarred by the whole, like, uh, police violence, though, if that's actually true. That seemed a little excessive. Yeah, 100 police. Well, 100 not even cops. just 100 police, but they, the, the Muslim people said that they threw them to the ground, beat the crap out of them, like, pushed them around, the men and the women. I mean, I don't know if that's true, but there were several statements... Um, saying that, and then you know the riot police said they didn't use excessive force, but I don't know which one's true. Yeah, I don't think yeah. riot police are ever known for their <laughs> restraint. Well, I was always an advocate for peace myself, and I feel like in a situation <laughs> like this, when you got people from one particular uh, uh, race or ethnicity or whatever you would call the people that were at the amusement park, religion. I thought about it's this. Muslims are religion. Religion. Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> Don't this, sass him. And this is really <laughs> touchy. You know, people get really touchy over these type situations. But I feel like they should just meet in the middle, right? Let the people wear their little do-rags or whatever you call them and just staple them in their head and you ain't got to worry about them. <laughs> staple. I love that. that. The, the, the wisdom of Charles. A pain tolerance. Yeah. If you wear that rag on your head all the time, they right. probably don't have so staple it is. It's been squeezed. You so enjoy right. yourself or have waves. So all you need is a staple gun and a ticket to get in, and you're good. You so they go from towel head to staple head. Is that <laughs> staple towel. And there we got a whole... So that's it. That's my thing, though. Like, uh, what I was thinking, like, what, what's it going to take? Um, it is a religious symbol, I guess, but, like, what would it take for a Muslim person not to wear that? Apparently, it's not amusement park rides. What if you couldn't have cotton candy while you had a headscarf? Do you think that would be, like, okay, we've uh, found the limit? Yeah, I mean, they, I don't think they can... Can they have sugar? I don't know if they can have sugar, but uh, they're not Mormons. Yeah, I know you're right. I get them confused. <laughs> yeah, they can't drink, so I know there's some sort of element of not being able to have fun. <laughs> Is that because they can't drink because they know they probably throw up when they get on the roller coaster? Or? No, no, no. Muslims can't no, drink. That's just At part all? of their, their religion. religion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can't. I knew it they was don't drink. Not stay with my church. That's, that's why they're so upset and uptight. Is because they. Well, can't if drink. I was Muslim and I had wait, you're not. I, no, I'm okay. not Muslim. Um, but if I was, <laughs> and I had. Like if I was a woman, because you know they. Okay, wear, so we're going woman wait, and are Muslim. They women, are they women wearing these headpieces? Yeah. Yes. yes. Right. So if I was that type of, you know, if I was Muslim wearing a headpiece and I was a woman, uh, I wouldn't take it. I wouldn't want to take it off because that's what no. I do. Especially if I go to this park every year. I don't, that's what I'm wondering. Is it annually that they come and then it just ha happened to happen that particular year? After no, like they said 50 two years, years ago, ago into this park? No, two, they said, two, I don't know if they go there every year, but they said that two years ago the Playland installed a rule. Oh, right. The rule yeah, is about a couple years old. Yeah, because they had some incidents yeah. with hats flying off. Right. And, you know, the thing is, is that I, I find this to be a little bit antagonistic mm. on the Muslim 
heart because they it was explained to them that they weren't going to be able it wasn't to a surprise it wasn't a surprise now right. possibly the person who was organizing the event didn't communicate it to to the everybody didn't communicate to 3,000 people. That's possible. But, you know, still, it's like they're trying to make this, uh, uh, you know, like it used to be like, oh, this is a black thing. This is a race thing. It's like they're trying to make this a Muslim thing. And they, they said it over and over in like the article. This is because we're Muslim. And mm-hmm. I feel like a little bit like they're being they're they're being antagonistic. Oh, that's that's the the tone I felt in the article as well, that uh, they really were looking for an incident to kind of bring the light on it. And uh, I can side with the amusement park on this one. Like, if they let that clear rule up and they had announced it, um, unfortunately, your head scarves apparently are a safety, co- uh, you know, they're a safety problem. And, you know, if that's part of your religion, you have to wear that headscarf. Guess what? You can't ride the ride. Sorry. You know, that's your, the rule. Uh, that 75-year-old, you know, Muslim wanting to get on the tatsu at Six Flags. I'm sorry. You can't. Yeah. That's, that's a good point you made because I feel like this. I'm, a bl- I'm black, first of all. Wait a and second. And I'm a Christian. <laughs> and my mom and daddy's black. I'm <laughs> an avid drinker of brown cognac. And I feel like these people are getting way blown with this way out of proportion. Like I said, we should seek peace. You know, they could all just go out and drink, do Muslim. You said they don't drink at all. No, there's a lot of people. <laughs> He's like, well, they should. They don't eat pork either, right? Is we talking about the right. same Muslim? Yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. There's not different, yeah. No it's pork. One. So yeah, I could no give pork. up the pork. I don't have no problem with that. I could probably give up the liquor, but if it's the branch of Muslims that say I can't no longer date white women, I have a problem with that. And I don't see why people are flipping their lids over this whole thing <laughs> with the hats. You know, like, yeah, I mean, well, you know, that's, that's right. Draw the line. There's bigger why issues. flipping their lids over this whole thing. I think, you know, the fact of the matter is if Rye Playland said we're not letting people in with, you know, uh, that that's missing thumbs, then they have the right to do that. You know, whatever they want to say, there's no... It's not about arguing whether it's right or wrong or against Muslim. They just... That's their policy. And you, why should they, you know, why should they cops, have to... cops, though? Like, what? Well, well when you have no, 3,000... cops were already at the, at the Playland anyway. That's what they had, like, there was... That's how much security they had there anyway. At least that's really? what the article Y'all realize how discriminatory that is? Yeah, what kind of... That they can't get on the roller coaster because they got a towel tied around their head. What if that was Emmanuel Lewis? He ain't tall enough to get on the ride. What is if he, he was still alive? Yeah, Gary Coleman died. died oh, okay, Emmanuel. sorry. Um, I don't think Emmanuel... One. I don't think they make an exception for Emmanuel Lewis. No, if you're too... If you're too short or too Muslim, yeah, you can't ride. What if right. Gary Coleman was still <laughs> like the other one? If he was still alive and he had a rag on I his I think head, they might let him now, though, that he's dead. That would be a double whammy. <laughs> like, he would be too short and he would have his rag. It's like, come on, man. Where's the, the yeah, you know what? Here, maybe man. you should go bowling. You know, maybe you should go bowling. <laughs> Stay home and watch porn. That's what I would do. But I guess well, if you're Muslim, can't you can't porn, do that. You can't even watch porn? <laughs> no. I mean, man, you might as well just... Hide yourself in Might a as box. well just pray to Allah. Yeah. You know, there's nothing <laughs> I don't, I don't think you can do that either if you're Muslim. <laughs> just but uh, but to each their own. I guess I'm I'm all for uh, freedom of religion and stuff. But I think that yeah. kind of you know if that's the rule, yeah, that's the, the park rule. had to had to say in that one. Here we go. Some a little lighter of a topic. If you can Ju- give up, <laughs> if you can give up pork and white women and drinking and sex and all this other stuff, they give. Who gives a damn about a roller coaster? At that point, your life so miserable it don't matter anyway. Well, yeah, they should be used to sacrifice. Oh, you don't have to give up white women. As long as they're Muslim, they can they can be with white women. Oh, well, the Muslim white women ain't as fun as white. You go to the ones down there in Sherman. No, no, no. no Muslims are not fun. That's is is that sure. a thing? Oh, with uh, can you date outside your? Religion, if you're Muslim, I, I, uh, I not if you're if you want to continue to be accepted into the Muslim. You know, it depends you on like wh- where your mom you, you, is. <laughs> we're we're all asking you, like, you this like these Muslim. Well, questions. I'm just I'm Jewish, and so I I was raised learning a lot about the Muslim culture because that's our you know arch enemies, and we you know keep your enemies closer. I guess I don't know. I was just There's raised re- enemies amongst religions. Oh yeah, <laughs> Charles, wow. don't play. Like, yeah. yeah, there's there's been some conflicts between religions in the past. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. I'm lighter proud, topic. Proud of that. Justin Bieber's Ferrari struck by a Honda. His hundred and eighty-seven thousand car struck by a sixteen thousand dollar Honda. No damages and no reports were filed. Wow, huh? Yeah. Things aren't looking good for for Beaver. They, well, they actually are looking good. He's got a great Ferrari, but I mean, I think it's kind of weird that I understand that he's of age to drive. I guess that like kind of registers with me. Yeah, he's seventeen. But there should be a law as to what age you can drive a Ferrari. 
because it's one thing to ha be able to have a license, but like, like my, I don't know about you guys, my first car was a Chevy Citation, it cost $500. Um, I don't know about your first car being a Ferrari. That's pretty intense. Yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> that's quite the, like, here you go. Yeah, it's, yeah. Like giving a, it's like giving a machine gun, I mean, I guess, speaking of Muslims, they do, but it's like giving a machine gun <laughs> to a child. It's like, why would you, that seems crazy. Like, I feel like there should, you shouldn't be able to get a Ferrari earlier than 30. I, I kind of feel it like wasn't that. his fault though. I guess he just got rear-ended. There was yeah. no damages. No, no, no. He just scraped up against it. It was yeah. He didn't get into it. Wait, accident, Bieber. But I still think he scraped up or did the other car. No, hit Bieber. Him. Bieber was parked and a car. Did anyone read the article? I did. A car uh, just kind of like came out of a parking space and sort of just. And they called the police. Tapped. What a wuss, huh? What isn't he? Uh, I wonder who called the police. Could you imagine like hitting a Ferrari, like almost two hundred thousand dollar car in your in your Honda? I'd be like, oh my. Yeah, and you know the people in the Honda probably didn't have no insurance. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if he would have hit me, I would have be driving a Ferrari right now because I'd be like, whiplash, whiplash. I'd be calling out every injury because I know whoever's driving the Ferrari, they or, probably got Or, or let's relax. It was a, they were parked. It was a parked. It was a parking, parallel parking accident. It wasn't like you wouldn't get whiplash because yeah. you were just parked. He was just parked. Oh. <laughs> sure, there Try goes your theory. Cut me off again, okay? <laughs> 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 the <laughs> the shenanigans of Charles Allen, as always. You know, I'm trying to lighten up the mood, and she's like, "No, don't." Be, well, I'm just be saying, serious. you can't, you can't, you couldn't claim whiplash. I was going somewhere with that. Would you walk on stage and snatch the mic out of my hand and be like, "No, that's not a good joke." Okay, a woman's not gonna walk into the bar <laughs> with one titty out and the baby. The, no, no, you're right. Fair enough. Fair enough. My bad. It's all good. Point, Charles. You owe me an interruption. <laughs> he's just gonna. He's on the edge of his chair. Now. <laughs> it's a good thing I'm sitting over here. It get, yeah, it's getting uh, it's deadly over there. Feel the tension. Yeah. So I, I think. Uh, I told y'all why I wasn't a Muslim. All right. Well, go ahead. No, no, nothing. I just think <laughs> my. We're going with your story then. You're taking this away. I turn the I turn the air conditioner off in here, and it just heats right up. Yeah, Beaver. Uh, you know. Uh, you keep saying Beaver. It's funny. Yeah, you are saying that. It's, I, is it Bieber? Is it, it's spelled Bieber, but everybody says it's, Bieber. It's Bieber. Bieber. Okay. You, I, I, everybody says Bieber, though. No, 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 they don't. They say Bieber. No, they don't. Yeah, yeah they the, do. You always say the B at the end. I think Bieber, Bieber? just quit judging people and let us just <laughs> do thing over Mispronounced Justin. I got Bieber, Bieber, okay? I, you know, I'm, I'm just a perfectionist, Charles. It's not, you know, it's, it's not a big deal. It's not a huge character defect. It's not just you because you're so attractive don't mean you can just get away with pushing people around like this. Well, that's I very nice really of you. That was a nice compliment slash insult because you were like, you're hot, but I want to slap you. That was like well, how that came across. And that makes and that makes you hotter to him, okay? The, the more Patron you drink, the better I'm going to keep looking, so go ahead. <laughs> well, you're lucky because I don't drink. She or, is or, 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 I'm not, or you're not lucky. You're not lucky. <laughs> <laughs> Story of my life. Let's yeah. cut the tension in here, guys. Wow, Steven Seagal threatened with a lawsuit over police raid tape for reality show. The actor, who has served as reserve, a reserve deputy sheriff since the mid-'80s, was part of a team that arrived at the Arizona house in March with a tank and armed... <laughs> he showed up with a tank. A tank. Why do you need a tank to save chickens? And armed in full wire gear to bust up an alleged cockfighting ring. Well, obviously they were exaggerating boosters. it for television. You know, like they're trying to make it more. Yeah, dramatic. it was part of their reality show. Yeah, so. yeah, they're trying to make it. Uh, still, though, that's like, like that sheriff Joe Arpaio or whatever it is, right? <laughs> I, you're just now. You're just trying to pick a fight with. Okay, me. fine. I'll you want to turn you this into a cock you, fight? You, uh, I'll, I'll take my cock out. We can fight. If I didn't know you had a cock, I wouldn't have been flirting. I'm like saying that. proverbial. I feel, oh. <laughs> All right. Do you know what that means? Proverbial, yeah, of course. My grandmother used to drive one. Um, <laughs> let me tell you though, the only time I feel like it's necessary to break in and steal some chickens is if they was going to take. First of all, it's roosters, you KFC. guys. It's roosters. Yeah, it's rooster. I just said chicken to make it yeah. sound funny. Same difference. You, you, if you, if it's Popeye's chicken, yeah, you better break in there and get that shit because you don't want nobody taking. I imagine there was some some chickens in was there too like for their reproductive stuff. Well, they didn't rescue a whole bunch of cooked chickens. <laughs> no, <laughs> but a cooked chicken is worth way more than one But would you would you eat rooster? No, you wouldn't. Would you eat rooster? Eat yeah, rooster? people eat rooster. Yeah, I've never had rooster meat. They are? No, they're no. not. That's so um, you gross. can eat rooster and you can eat. It, but nobody eats rooster. Who eats rooster? How do you know? Do you eat steak? One is a cow and one is a bull. No. Did you know that steak is is a bull? No. Is that what you're saying? Um, the other one is a cow. 
but beef. Yeah, the St- other white meat. No, no, no. What, you guys oh, are. No, this is getting so, Charles, you've gone nuts. Pork is the other. No, I, you. Um, I. Geez, I don't know what people consume. I, I imagine a ro- rooster is just I've as edible. I've never heard of anyone eating a rooster. I've also never heard of anybody showing roosters like just for fun, which is what this. Yeah, guy he was claims. like. Well, like, and he's been charged yeah, with just for being at cockfights before, right? And he's like, oh, these are just my pets. Like, no, you're. You're cockfighting roosters, and you got caught. Now you're going to sue the ponytail man, Steven Seagal himself. Like, well, the other paradox that's hilarious to me is that like he supposedly came in with this tank, and you know, to like you know arrest this guy who had all these chi- these roosters. But yet, like they said, how many roosters died? They killed a puppy. Like, I mean, it's the <laughs> yeah. whole thing is like supposed to be against yeah. the family, animal yeah, cruelty. The, the child, the, the kids yeah, like are, the like, law devastated. is the law is in place because we're, we're against animal cruelty. Yet they went in and killed a like. A puppy. And how did Steven Seagal even find out about these roosters? They killed the puppy in the process. Because he's a deputy. Did, did he like <laughs> see other like cases? And well, it was like, big question. Much more dangerous. No, he works. He's like a what do you call it? Like a volunteer deputy for the police force. Yeah, or he's. Uh, so he's like basically a cop. Just comes along. They, yeah, they yeah. so they just know there's investigations and stuff. I mean, like you said, James. You know, this guy was uh, had a history of being at cockfights. These cocks were obviously for fighting, but I just think. First of all, a tank, why? Like, a tank's a little much. And then you you killed a puppy. Why did you kill a puppy? Well, he did it in the process. Well, well, the, I'm sure it was an accident. The puppy wouldn't talk, and uh, he got <laughs> what was coming to him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the guy wants a, a written apology to his kids for the fa- the beloved family pet. Which Can I'm it like, be from the person who actually killed the puppy, or does it have to be from the celebrity, Steven Seagal? It's a good question. You know, they, it's a good question. So, but... How beloved is the puppy? It's a puppy, which means that how old can it possibly be? Yeah, just get him a new one. Yeah, <laughs> come on. It's like, what, four months old? Yeah, it hasn't a lot of time Do in there. Do you have a puppy? Wow, you guys are pretty ruthless no. with these puppies. No. I, have, I don't know if I, I had one for a month. I have 18 dogs, okay? I have 18 pugs. Well, well, and I love my kids. Oh, my God, I love pugs. You you have pugs? You, you break them? You broke through, Charles. No, but this is helping us. <laughs> okay. Wait a second. Do you breed? Really <laughs> oh. No, this is helping me and your Wow, beef. I really, yeah, I did East because. Coast, West Coast beef. Charles will go to any length. To convince a woman, you went pug on me. Like you go pug on pug's Actually, my favorite yeah, dog. I do have a pug. Yeah, his name is Raymond. Everybody loves him. Steven Seagal, or is, or is my mother said Seagull? Just for the record, he was rolling Jewish. his eyes. If Steven Seagull's out there and listens to this, uh, Charles has a mess of pugs. He's obviously <laughs> going into a pug fight. Uh, He's a pug fighter. In. He's a, a pug, pug fighter. You might want to come with your tank and shoot his puppies. Yeah. Seagull. Here we go. Um, epic t-shirt fails. Uh, I don't know if you guys are, uh, had these t-shirts that were marketed to children. They come with some great slogans on them. I'm too pretty to do homework, so my brother has to do it for me. Or <laughs> future trophy wife. Could you imagine yeah. people buying this for their kids? It would have been worse if it said, so my, yeah, my boyfriend I could. does my I, homework for me. Th- 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 this, this article infuriated me. It got you just mad like the Hulk. So angry, yeah. Yeah, So angry. It it just uh, my muscles just broke out of my "I'm too pretty for math" fucking T-shirt that I owned. Um, This is ridiculous. Okay, and it's It's at J.C. Penney's. They were at J.C. Penney's. Who cares? They're ugly shirts too. Who cares? I think they should be able to sell T-shirts to J.C. Penney that say "I'm 14, but I know at some time I'm going to suck a good cock." I think those should be able to. Oh, you want to? I just got turned on ten times more than I've ever been in my life. (laughs) <laughs> well, good thing you have a towel. <laughs> Charles um, brought a towel. Like, uh, come on with this. Like, the fact that anyone is spending time getting mad at the manufacturer or JCPenney for carrying these, like, you know, I, I'm so sick of parents not taking response. If you want to put self-esteem in your, in your uh, children's heads, you've got to do it at home. You know, no T-shirt or not T-shirt is going to affect it. It's like, you know, I don't... I mean, there was, like... You know, when I was growing up, they had T-shirts that say, uh, life's a beach and then you die, right? Did, I mean, I don't know. That didn't make me not want to go to beaches. Like, I, I don't – it's just so stupid to me. So that's the problem is the life is a beach shirt. That's where it all went wrong. It is. Daniel yeah, Stewart. I'm like, no, where's and, the and sand? The, and another thing, I, I used to have to a LA, Spuds McKenzie shirt. And I'm a, like I said, I'm a big advocate for peace, and I'm a big advocate for animals uh, treating right men. And I feel like people treating treat right men. <laughs> Don't judge me. <laughs> do you like drink Budweiser? Yes, I do. You do. Okay. So basically what you got from that shirt is you like Bud. Budweiser. Because that was the mascot. 
I was going to say something else, though. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. But that's all right, because I forgot what I was going to say. I'm so sorry. We're even now. Okay. Oh, no, I don't think we're even. I think that's my... I think you I owe me two. I was going somewhere I wanted to talk <laughs> Yeah, I think you're... <laughs> I think <laughs> I've, I've wronged you twice now. <laughs> I think... I, think I move this, very fast, Charles. These I'm kids, sorry. These kids are being um, trained or uh, brought up to think that, you know, oh, because I look a certain way. I deserve this and I deserve that. When you get out to the real world, it's not going to be like that. It actually is going to be exactly like that. Well, that depends because... It depends how much you keep yourself in... in. Look, you can be a cute child and grow up to be, like, not such a cute adult, you know, or what level of... Oh, beauty. that's the fear right there. Like, yeah, like, if you're if you're a kid and you're, like, a 10, 8-year-old, like, you're an 8-year-old, but you're, like, a 10, but you grow up to be, like, a not, like an 8 and a half. You know, that can m fuck with you because, sorry, that can mess with you because, you know, you, you grew up your whole life thinking you're a 10. All of a sudden you come to the real world, you're an eight and a half. Eight and a halfs don't get what tens get. There's a heartbreak there. They still don't know what alcohol age, costs. Are you talking about pretty? I'm talking yes. about a scale pretty, from one to ten pretty. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's about yeah. a six where they have to uh, buy their own drinks. So like that's, I was uh, told <laughs> growing up, like I was made to believe that I was like a nine. Growing up. So I went through life thinking like I had nine privileges. I don't have nine privileges. I have seven and a half privileges because I'm a seven and a half. <laughs> Daniel's got her own. Uh, I ain't wow. never had a nine or a ten, but I had five really good twos. And I keep all of them close to me and near and dear to my heart because a two would do five times the work that a ten would do. And That's you true, but a two's that. not going to get into and a club. A two can wear that shirt around me anytime. Why would, you bring your, why would you bring a two to a club? <laughs> well, I'm saying a two takes herself <laughs> to You a meet club. the two after the club at Mel's Diner because she couldn't get in. Right. That's and what I'm saying. You know, so are you saying that the, the shirts paid. are... The, you, you're, the you're, you are okay with the shirts, but I, not how the parents are reacting to yes, the shirts. Yes, exactly. You're, you're mad about the parents being upset yeah, about Yeah, this, this is supposed to be shirts. a free country. I think the shirts are, yeah. Don't buy the shirt. Sorry, James. Yeah, yeah, the shirts I think are pretty tasteless, but like what you can't really go after the makers of it. But they're at J.C. Penney's, which is kind of a, a family store. I, yeah. would use. I just I, looked I, at it like a piece of sarcasm. Yeah. Can you go... Into that amusement park where they won't let you wear the, the do rags on your head with one with of these shirts. shirts? Yes, yeah, that's what I want to know. Yes, you can. <laughs> See, it's called no, a callback for you non-comedy folks. <laughs> that's a callback. James just did a. Call I mean, uh, Charles and just did a callback. And she's just gonna keep walking on the stage, taking this mic out of my hand, and I ain't gonna get to. I would love to actually see that. Joke. You should have like an act together. We actually. You guys should do a that. duet. I think we. Mm -hmm. Sunny and Cher. Our negative energy really. Ebony and Ivory. It creates a positive. <laughs> for the whole world. Oh God. I'm going to have a good night tonight. Unemployed man finds $150,000. A man doing some work in his backyard comes upon bags filled with a hundred and fifty grand. Police are now determining if the unemployed carpenter can keep the money if it goes unclaimed. Yeah. If Ooh. Jesus can turn water to wine, he can turn grass into money. He was a carpenter and... You can put two and two together on that. Oh, so you think this was divine intervention? Yeah, he was a carpenter, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, but Jesus spent so much time. Yo, can you imagine how crappy a carpenter he was? Like, all he ever yeah. did was go on walks and stuff. It's like, if you actually got him to make some shelves or something, they'd probably suck. Yeah, and he probably wouldn't have no <laughs> nails and stuff. Because, like, man, look, dude, I don't walk all the way across the desert. I've been serving fish. <laughs> These guys are following days. me, wanting food. And <laughs> yeah, man, here go you some fish, man. Just like <laughs> That's all you ever hear about is, like, the like the big things he cured, like leopard. There's, like, people coming up all the time, I imagine, with, like, an ingrown toenail. They're like, come take a look at it, Jesus. He's like, I'm busy. <laughs> all I want to do is just make chairs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's Jewish. She doesn't believe in Jesus. Oh, this no, I believe in. And I'm an atheist, so well, I don't really. Jesus did exist. Works I 24 so. hours. Yeah, 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 I believe he Jesus. was here at some point. She <laughs> believes in Jesus, but she don't believe he was Jesus. Jesus. She believes oh, yeah. he worked at 24 he hour the, fitness. He's not my Messiah. He's not my savior, but I believe he was a prophet and he existed. And it was probably a, that's a, a very swell diplomatic guy. answer. It's probably swell. He was probably a real swell guy. He seemed well liked by the people. They said Tupac was a prophet. Oh please. Is oh this about, isn't this about God. unemployment? How do we go from that to well, Jesus? <laughs> I, you know, look, the like guy's not going to be able to keep the money. I'll tell you who's not going to be able to keep the money, the guy that found it. And I think it's very... Why I, I would have kept, kept the money. No, no. I'll, I'll tell you why he told, because he was afraid, and he's correct, is that whoever left the money, was pro it's probably drug money. Or some yeah. kind of money. It was, so all into, <laughs> <laughs> it was all rolled into. It was all rolled into coke straws. Yeah. 
Are you um, serious? No. no. But, but <laughs> you know. I, was like, I, I didn't read. An article. <laughs> Someone was hiding it there thinking that no one would find it. And he it's came across the money. If he didn't report it, um, you know, then he would probably get Nobody killed for the money. Well, what ha- you, yeah, what more than likely money, happened you know. is s- somebody was in a hurry. You know, they're, they're being chased by exactly. somebody, and they threw 150 grand in his backyard. Said, "Hopefully, I can make it back." <laughs> and Probably jumped off a helicopter somewhere and landed in his garden. You know, I, I would have to take my chances. The uh, the um, cops left a, a note where the bag was that just said, "Please call." I think that's genius. Like, that they're going to be like, oh, they left a number. Somebody found my bag of money. Like, no one's going to be con- – that's how you know. No one's claimed the money. That's how you know. Imagine it's they just wanted the bags back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> get- it's a Patagonia, you guys. Can I just get that back? Because that was like a $45 ba- duffel. But you got to think, like, all that's going on in this guy's life, like, you know, he's unemployed. That, that That's what – it was fear that I, I think in, that made him turn it in, not the, you know, doing a good thing, right? Of course. Yeah, if, they, if, if he didn't – think that it was going to be some sort of like that he was going to not get into either some legal problems or that he was not going to get shot or something he wouldn't have turned it in but who would if would I, if I found 150 what if ahead. it was oh sorry go ahead how would they know he took the money like how would they be like um we have you on cameras taking this money i would say hey man i ain't found no money it's my yard, but if I would have found the money, I would have told you I found the money. Because the, Don't no, worry about how I got this Rolex. Because the people the, who left the duffel bag probably wouldn't be concerned as to whether he admitted to finding the money or not. They'd probably just kill him out of, like, suspicion. Don't you think? Yeah, I, I think... A, a collateral damage. Yeah, I would. Just yeah. in case. That was a good movie. I don't think that it was, was a good movie. collateral damage. It was. With Jamie Foxx, it was. It was just collateral. Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, it's um. Uh, isn't that the collateral damage the one with Arnold Schwarzenegger? What you call me? <laughs> <laughs> but um, no. Uh, if I found 150 I grand, <laughs> yeah. How dare you? You're an Austrian bodybuilder. <laughs> yeah, what would you do if you found the money? 150 grand. That's a tough one. You know how many hookers? I mean, here's what I would do. I would take 50 <laughs> grand. T- uh, I would take 50 grand. Like stash it and then hand the rest over to the police. I would be like, I found a hundred grand. Oh, that's just as bad. Yeah, but by the time you that's got to the police bad. station, uh, you'd be like, hey, I found fifty bucks. Like it would just be like well, every block, like that? another twenty grand. I'm gonna hang out with Bobby uh, and Whitney for like three weeks, and we'll show you how to really. You know what? You're right. It could have been more than one hundred fifty. You know what? You're very right, and he would be a damn fool to have turned in every last penny of that. Not even take. I mean. You know, if you're unemployed, even 500 bucks makes a huge difference. So even yeah. if he took a little, there's no way he didn't take a little off the top. This story has a different jingle if it's man finds 14,900 dollars. <laughs> yeah. yeah. like, he kept 100 bucks. And an IOU. <laughs> Pay no attention to that new Maserati in the driveway. He only found $1,100. It's about a carpenter, though. It's kind of honest, right? Yeah. Where if he was I like still a, say that might a be plumber. A situation. How? Yeah. Then you. No, nothing against plumbers. He'll never get to, to keep that money. And he they're not going to find all this money. They're not going to let him keep the money, but maybe they will give him some sort of a reward for finding it and turning it in. You know, maybe a percentage of something that they'll richly tax him on. I, I <laughs> think he's going to get the about. money. I think I but think he's going to get it. If he doesn't, where does it go? That's the question. That's where the shady shit. Sorry. Comes in, God, I'm such an offender, repeat offender of swear <laughs> words. Um, that's where the government stuff comes in. It's like, where does that go? Like, I once was uh, pulled over and they found an ounce of pot and some stolen merchandise in my car and they confiscated it. And then they gave me it, like, I got a fake court date. It was like on a Sunday. And, uh, you know, I, I never went, obviously. And then I found out that it had been, you know, there was no record of it. But, like, who took that? That's hilarious. So the cops just totally just took your stuff? Yeah. They just took my oh, stuff. Oh, they do that shit all the time. Where was man. this at? One Maine. time. Oh, wow. Can you imagine a board there in Maine? They found, they found an ounce of pot. And so they're like, Well, oh. you know what's even funnier is that uh, uh, this was in a very small county in Maine. There was only two Maine police officers in the county. And one of them decided to become a stand-up comic, moved out to L.A., and I met him. So that's how I found out that there had been no record of it because he, was the only, he wasn't the one that pulled me over, but it was the other cop that pulled me over. So I happened to find out. But, you know, it's just like they took an ounce of weed and, like, probably four or $500 worth of stolen like, merchandise that I'd taken from a place I was working. Um, 
you know, and they just like, you know, I don't know what they did. This with is me. the history of Daniel Stewart, by the way. And this is what I would like to, I feel like I agree with you because for once, me and you going to be on the same page because oh, these police need to stop doing people like this. I remember one time I was minding my own business driving and the police took my car, just made me get out the car. Took while, you, while you were driving? Was it a stolen car? Was and it a stolen took car? it back to the owners and didn't even ask me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I like that. That was funny. Thank is that you. one of your jokes? Because that's pretty funny. I'm sorry. Not, but but sorry, you I should that use that. Still. That's really funny. I'm glad everybody's He's glad they up. took your weed and your stolen I merchandise. Want, I want to find them police that took your weed and see if they hiring at that department because they probably have a lot better Christmas parties than all these other police. Yeah, what, sure. How what dare does, they take my stolen merchandise? What does an ounce of weed go for in yeah. Maine? Like, that must be like a million dollars. Yeah, this was like 1995. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh. Here we go. Should the starting salary for a teacher be $60,000? Yes. Higher salaries get better teachers. Secretary of Education Arm Duncan proposed last month that a significant boost in teacher salaries could transform public schools for the better by luring the country's brightest college graduates into the profession. That's uh, a good idea. I think it is, too. Um, uh, you know, the, unfortunately, you know, they, it's been te you know, they've done some litmus tests of, of raising salaries to get, you know, if that equates better teachers and better education, it doesn't, it seemed to has, it has failed. But um, one point they did make, which I think is good, is that if they do raise the standard um, income, then people who are going to school and getting master's degrees and stuff might be more apt to become a teacher because the starting salary is higher and if they can make more money and they... Cause you know, teachers get job security. But then again, they're saying, well, they want to take the unions away, so then they wouldn't have the job security that they have. So I don't know if it's going to work, to be honest. I, You know what? I think teachers do deserve to be paid better, but I don't think... Like, they were talking in this article with people making 120 grand a year as a teacher, and the consequence was they had larger classroom sizes, which directly relate to lower scores, right? If you just have one teacher teaching that many kids, they can't teach as well. So it's like, I'm all for... Uh, an increase in their wages, but it's got to be balanced out with classroom sizes. And also, the real problem with um, education, public education especially, is that it's coming from the home. You know, um, like I didn't, I was, I went to private school until I was in high school, and then when I got into public high school, I noticed a huge difference. That like when when and again, this is for the privileged, I guess. But like, if you're paying. $5,000 a year to send your kid to school. Chances are, you know... You <laughs> you're invested a little bit more. Yeah, you're invested. Like, this was, again, this was back in the 80s where, like, you know, mothers didn't have to work. I mean, all my people that I grew up with, uh, their mothers didn't go to work. You know, nowadays, even wealthy families have two incomes. And not even wealthy, but, like, you know, comfortable families have two incomes. And it's hard to be a working mother and also, like, come home, make dinner, and also help their kids with their homework and there's so many single parents and all that kind of stuff that the, the real problem isn't the teachers and their salaries. The real problem is, is that most teachers are babysitters, not teachers, because the kids are so unruly. They're, true. Yeah, they're not getting... I think we should bring back the, the strap. <laughs> yeah, they're not getting the attention bring at home. What's really... The, what's our, this all comes down to our economy and the fact that you know, you can't have the nuclear family that this country was founded on, which is a working father and a mother that stays at home and rears the kids. What happened to, why don't we just have a working mom and the dad stay at home? Like, couldn't that, that be happens. better? Yeah. That does happen, but biologically, happen in my men have a certain time. Biologically, men have a, we, we're far away from men being secure enough to let the woman go to work and, <laughs> and still, like, she, wanting to have sex. You don't know what kind of men you're sitting around right now. <laughs> <laughs> but it's different. You guys have dreams. Like you guys are have a creative pursuit. Oh, thanks. So you would be happy to, yeah. Like for me, like I, you know, like you would be happy to stay at home with the kids because then you could go pursue yeah, comedy then I could do, at night. Uh, right? Yeah, set. I know exactly. a lot of stand-up comics are staying home. But if your only job, all you material. do is take care of the kids, make dinner for when your wife got home. Biologically, it's it's a very difficult thing. It's not, you know, yeah. we're going to be many, hundreds of years away from um, men feeling manly enough to still, you know, be able to get a heart on in the bedroom when they're the primary caregiver. You know, it's just how it is. In reference to what you said about schools and teachers, I do feel like uh, our society is kind of jacked up in the hierarchy of how certain people make a lot of money. 
for doing something that's nowhere near as meaningless as somebody that makes a lot less money. For example, teacher. I feel like professional athletes and, well, really the Y'all people should be teachers. The checks. But uh, let me get my 15 minutes of fame. Um, <laughs> 15 this, minutes. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> she just clicked her microphone off. The, Click. the, these, they, they're making all this money and they're doing all these charities and yeah. everybody know charity don't get to the hood. Everybody know that. It don't get to where it's supposed to be going. They go and they paint the side of this house and they make two little brushes on it on the camera and you think that they out building this house. No. That ain't how it works. They set these charities up and they say they give all these monies to these schools. Instead of doing that, all these money that these professional athletes are getting um, fined for spitting on coaches and slapping strippers and making it rain in the strip club and shooting themselves in the dick or whatever, excuse my French, whatever they're doing, won't they dedicate that money to the teaching industry, to the school industry, and we'll be able to double the salary of the teachers. Not only that, we'll be able to double the amount of teachers because these dudes are living irresponsibly and they're spending all this money and they're blowing all this money and it's going to God knows where. Won't they just take that money and dedicate it to our education program and you won't have these athletes and non-athletes growing up, going out into the world being irresponsible because they'll be educated the way they should be. I didn't, I didn't know you spoke French. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. I just want to turn part of my French. No, there, there's a there's point. nothing about that that I disagree with. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's waste of money. True. You know. Of course, it's like, I, I just say, like, quit this whole, if the NBA really cares, let us see where that money's going. But what, what kind I don't of example see are you Kobe giving? Kobe Bryant rolling around in a wheelchair for two seconds, a clip of him in a wheelchair with some kids in a wheelchair, and make me think that he's out there dedicating all his time and effort to these <laughs> kids. Everything for you I comes straight the back to basketball. <laughs> <laughs> but I like, uh, ain't even basketball. The point is, there's money that's being allotted to bull, bullshit. Yep. Millions and millions and millions of dollars. While we got people who actually have a real responsibility that's dealing with our future, and they getting thrown peanuts. I agree. That's and why. That's I, how money, and that's why we're in a deficit now because of the mentality of the people in this country. We would rather look like we have something when we really don't have anything. When you have, and we we will let our sink ship our ship sink. On that motto, that's what our country is built on. Yeah, edu- education is definitely the most important thing, and you see, um, but we specifically, look like we got it together and really have it. Together. I don't even think it, they look the like they, they have it now together. We, don't. we that, fool no. people for the longest, but that's now why like, I hate award shows because we're just we're spending we get together on a Sunday to watch us to celebrate these celebrities who are and they so sixty thousand dollars shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So overpaid. It's like why are we continuing to celebrate their lives? They get to do what they love. And they get paid millions of dollars to do it. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm eating ramen noodles with a piece <laughs> of American cheese over it. Oh, 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 if you want to go one step further, we were talking about religion early. How you got a million-dollar church with all these people that come, all these holy people that are so good-hearted, and they do all these great things, and you got 500 homeless people. Homeless people right outside the, the door. Damn church. <laughs> oh, for sure. I think a lot of that money, though, could pales in comparison to a lot of the what big industry and stuff does. Like, that's the deep you pockets very, in this country. Uh, very yeah. passionate about this subject, Charles. When it comes to stuff like that, like education and homeless stuff, I turn the jokes off, because that's really serious, you know? Yeah. I agree. I yeah. agree. No, and you're right, James. Um, you know, the big big downfall of our country, although I would like to see half of every actor's and, and, and professional sports player salary be given back to the community. Um, yeah. It is big business. It's the fact that, like, you know, I can't, I mean, I'm dealing with this huge problem with health insurance right now, but it's like, you know, my my health insurance doesn't cover birth control because the fundamentalist Christian stockholders don't won't allow them to cover it. It's pretty crazy. It's insane. It's absolutely insane. It's like we are completely, you know, I was just in Denmark and they are not, their country is not run by big business. They really have freedoms. They have freedoms of speech. They have freedom, the individual responsibility. So, you know, somebody falls down a flight of stairs. They're not suing the apartment building that, you know, had the stairs. They're like, well, that's my responsibility. I'm an idiot. I was drunk. I fell down the stairs. You know, like, I mean, it's just insane. Do you believe in blessings? I don't. I don't really question religion. I don't get all into that. I believe in miracles. Believe in yeah. Yes. Or, or whatever you call it, you believe in good things happening to people because they believe certain yeah. things and, and they behave a certain way. Yes. Okay. So we're kind of on the same page. To me, I feel like blessings or giving or miracles or whatever you twist you put on it, they're given to you to reciprocate themselves. So if I get blessed with something, a million dollars. 
It's not for me to go say, oh, look at me. Look at this boat. <laughs> bling, bling, motherfucker. You know, it ain't for well, me to do that. Well, see you later. It's for me to take it yeah. and flip it over and make it into something bigger, and it goes on and on and on. And as long as I keep doing my thing, it'll keep coming to me full circle. But and what some we people do, wonder why greed, they don't get what they ask for. Exactly. And I had to learn this the hard way. But greed is the reason why people don't get what they want, and greed is the reason why people don't keep what they get. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And if, if they, they do if, keep if they it. they do get it, yeah. Yeah. That's all they got. A bunch of poor people have spoken. <laughs> <laughs> you, got, you got all this stuff in you. And I'm not really yeah. what you would consider poor. Maybe by, like, if you compare I'm me poor. to Eddie Murphy, yes. But not, like, everyday standards. I'm not poor. Like, I'm not hurting and I'm oh, not rich. Oh, that's good. I, I'm very poor. So. I'm not hurting and I'm not rich. I'm, I'm poor by some people's standards. But I'm hurting. I feel like I'm rich because I don't need the money to make me feel like I'm complete. I needed to pay my bills. Yeah. I, I mean, needed to yeah. eat. But... I'm happy with or without it. Yeah, it's a very c- commercial culture, the U.S. and it's. Uh, they say there's like a I forget if it's like eighty thousand dollars a year or something. There's a there was a study done that um, it, it's scientifically shown that you are no happier over a certain um, salary. Like I think it's something around eighty thousand dollars that like you can't be any happier at eighty thousand than you are like five hundred thousand. I'd have to experience that to see if that. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, gonna. Yeah, I'd like to. If you can set this I've up, I've never Dan. made eighty thousand myself, so well, it's well, hard think, to see what that Think about it like this: before you had, when you were about fourteen, before you had an Xbox, having an Xbox or whatever you got was like, wow, you made it, man. I'm gonna come over your house every day and play video games with you. How long did it take you to get tired of that? Like, okay, I got enough games. You get bored with it. Same way with boats. Same way with cars. You oh, yeah, you got to have that in your piece so for sure. Cars. You can only buy so many diamond necklaces or whatever the hell you do. It's true. Then you now, go, and then you go strip further. Strip clubs, I don't know if you can get tired of that. You know what I'm saying? Well, you probably wouldn't know. but I'm yeah. already tired of strip clubs. <laughs> She's reached her day yeah. late in a dollar show. Yeah. Here we go. Space junk littering orbit might need cleaning up. Space junk has made such a mess, mess of Earth's orbit that experts say we need to finally think about cleaning it up. That may mean vacuuming up debris with weird space technology, cosmic versions of nets, magnets, and giant umbrellas. The Chinese tested an anti-satellite missile um, back in 2007, blowing up an old weather satellite and turning it into 150,000 pieces. This is one of the major causes that really just doubled the, the debris in space. Isn't that crazy? They shot a missile into space, blew up a satellite. Wow. Well, I, I love how it's like, and maybe I'm wrong, maybe I'm reading the article wrong, but it makes it seem like... America is like we've got to somehow figure out how to clean this up. Like, wasn't it Chinese technology that did? Like, yeah, why isn't China was, talking uh, about it? Like, it was let China doing that kind of set it off. Yeah, like you, the U.S. needs to stop thinking their dick is bigger than it is. Um, you know, we uh, need to take care of this world. Yeah, I mean, we, you know, it's like yeah, like let China clean it up. A B. Why do they need to? Well, you know what's going to happen if the Chinese get them. They're going to make a great wall up there. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> There's going to be a giant great wall around there. Maybe we need a great wall. Maybe we need a great wall, you know? I, I just, I love how we've littered space. Like, I had absolutely no idea until this article that we yeah. littered space. There's been um, a numerous, uh, I read articles about what space junk has done by, you know, crashing into satellites and putting stuff down. It's a mess up there. And this is so they do that pretty regularly. Well, the thing is, you only need like a screw-sized object. Like it's spinning in orbit at you know a thousand miles an hour. Whatever it hits, it's hitting at a thousand miles an hour. Doesn't matter how big it is. You punch a hole in it. That'll take an eye out. Yeah. I never looked at it that way. Yeah, I just assumed that it was just floating in space. Yeah, nice and and just bump into it. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, piece of. And if I correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems like this. This big push of debris was because we had like an old weather satellite up there, and then we decided that to get rid of it. So like we just like sent something up there to break it up, and that's what caused. It's like ah. why couldn't we have just left that one ch- weather satellite up there in one giant chunk? Well, one chunk they unless like it's a, more, you know. Didn't they mention like some kind of solution where they they bring it closer to the, the to the what do you call it the atmosphere, and so it can burn up. Oh, yeah, exactly. That was my question. What the hell do you do with space junk? Like, there's no space dumpster that you can go... You need space hobos to collect it and return it for scrap. Or you could just scoop it up with a big dipper and put it in the... They need to put, like, a 10% return on (laughs) that instead (laughs) of a nickel. What? Yeah, you can recycle it. No, but you're right. If you can somehow get, like, a net... 
and bring dipper. it close to the, the atmosphere. The <laughs> yeah, get the big, grab we, the big dipper. We need Superman. Throw on Orion's belt, grab the big dipper. Hell, take Don't the little dipper too and just go <laughs> in there and scrape it well, up. Well, somebody else can use the little dipper. Why is it all our responsibility? Well, yeah, you're right. Yeah, Midget true, should be able true. to create space junk too. Yeah, I mean, they have to. I just think that we're littering space is just. I mean, I guess it makes sense, but it's like. Oh Did God. you see that that picture? I think the Muslims should put their their rag do rags in space. <laughs> It's a headscarf, Charles. Jeez. They're not Antoine Dobson. Okay, the Houston like, level of tolerance that you... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or is it Dodson? I think I said his name wrong. Uh, you Vegas. want to tell that home, boy. <laughs> Vegas tries to kick its water addiction. New enforcement like water cops in Sin City... Um, have been keeping water consumption down. Fear of impending droughts and the drying out of Lake Mead have lost Vegas in a major um, water conservation. Isn't that crazy? Like, have you, got, you guys have all been to Vegas, right, and I seen have. these big oh, fountains? Yeah. I've been to Vegas a lot and have noticed. Uh, I, I, it impresses me seeing, you know, the water show in front of, what was it? It's not the Venetian. It's in front of no, the... No, uh, Bellagio. Bellagio. But that's Bellagio. pretty much recycled. It's they so recycle awesome. that water. Yeah, they have yeah. one water and they recycle it. Yeah, the so big thing is the golf courses for the rich people who want to play golf. And the yards, yeah. Lawn cor- la- yeah. Lawns and people wanting grass in the desert. How obnoxious. That's like slapping Mother Nature in the face. Huh? Hey, this is one of the hottest places on the earth. I'm going to have a lawn. We want grass here because <laughs> we've got money. They have cops that go around now, and if you leave your sprinklers on, or they can give you fines. Isn't that crazy? What? Yeah. yeah. Even if it's water. just a drip. It's been such a long time since I've had a lawn. I've yeah. never, like... Yeah, I don't have a lawn. Where do you live? Huh? Where do you live? I'm in the, sh- I'm in the valley, Sherman Oaks. Oh, yeah, oh it's not yeah. too far for you. Yeah. So kind of, kind of desert, right? Sort of. <laughs> well, let's not get crazy. But, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the, it's the golf courses, pr- you know, the golf courses and lawns, but the golf courses more so because there's like lots of golf courses in Vegas. It's all of these um, prostitutes showering is what I think it is because they need to shower more than the average person. So it's like there should be a tax. They're probably having eight showers a day. And screw all day, so you got to really be extra showered. I don't think you find that very uh, amusing whatsoever. No, no, no. I think it's a good point. (laughs) You know, we should find out. One shower a day. Like it's the straightest face I've ever seen. No, I'm thinking about it because they figured out what the what how many gallons of water per year it takes to, um, you know, whatever irrigate a uh, a square foot of grass. They should figure out how many. Like, what's the average gallon amount of a prostitute shower, you know? <laughs> because it's maybe they need to be shipped out to uh, needles or something, you know, something like <laughs> California border. Sh- you know? a rotation. Yeah. Or just recycled water. And, uh, uh, they should, they should clean at the Bellagio in the fountain. Oh, yeah. That should become a, pr- a prostitute uh, birdbath type <laughs> of thing where they just flock there. They get free, <laughs> free showers at noon to three. <laughs> free baths. That way, no one will jump Rostitute in there. That's for sure. Bird band. Yeah. <laughs> that's why we have Danielle here. Or if, there's, if they were in England, it would just be a bird bath. Get it, guys? Because hey. girls are birds. Anyway. <laughs> um, hey, that wraps done. us up for the show, though, folks. It's that's uh, it? What about the other Hilarious. stuff? What about the other we hit, uh, articles? We hit 45 minutes, guys. We should what? have been snap here. Oh, oh, that was did you guys have a... Fun. I can do one more. Did you guys have one that you that had loaded? Um, well, now... I liked the iPhone one, I gotta say. Well, let's oh, do the yeah, iPhone and we'll nice. close out on that. So, uh, police ha- help Apple hunt for missing iPhone prototype. San Francisco police have assisted Apple in the search for a prototype of the latest iPhone, the iPhone 5, um, that went astray in a bar. In Haight Ashbury, I believe, they tracked it via GPS to a 20 year old man's home. The phone was not recovered, although the man did admit to being at the bar that night. So, this is the second, this is the second prototype that an Apple employee has left at a bar. Let's that just we know that, about. Whoa. That we know about. The iPhone 4 last year, yeah. they left some, one of the Apple employees was at a bar and left the prototype there. Before it was released? Before it was released, and whoever found it sold it to, what is it, Giz, Gizmondo or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Text or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For like so five grand. Can you say publicity stunt? No, well, uh, you know what? That maybe. actually they might need the be. Publicity. But if mm-hmm. the, you know, if it was a publicity stunt, you would think that Apple would come up with something a little bit clever the second time around. It's like, uh, are your employees just drunks? Like, what is going on there? Sounds like it. Like, who is? Balloon boy, like put a, 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 a iPhone in the balloon. Like, ah, oh, I lost my phone. It went up in the balloon. 
like the little yeah, balloon exactly. that was in the balloon, that would have been a little bit more believable. And it's also negative publicity because they used the GPS find my iPhone application for it and still couldn't find they the could phone. They could not find the phone. So but it doesn't track it down to the inch. You know, it's like, okay, it's in this guy's house. The guy has the iPhone in his house. Of course, but he's saying they couldn't find it, and he's saying I don't have it. Here's so an idea. Like, hey, do you have uh, my iPhone 5 in your house? Because I have $5,000 here. And that iPhone would produce itself pretty fast. Yeah, like, maybe. Yeah, possibly. Either that or that take was, them out. Yeah. I just, I'm wondering what's, ha- I mean, if, to me it's more of a reflection on like, okay, fool me once, you know what I mean? But like you have a, like why are you giving prototypes to, like why is anyone leaving Apple Complex? Well, yeah, they need to test it, right? Like with they're, they're it. testing. Yeah, I mean it's a, it was a device, well obviously he had the phone, he just left his phone there. But it's like, I don't know, you don't see like the CIA leaving like, Intelligent, you know. Intel <laughs> you really on, think the they bar. did that on purpose, though? I, I never even read that. I'm this always a conspirator thinking myself. I'm always thinking of something behind it, well, especially when it's big business. But Apple doesn't need any more publicity, yeah, I mean, and they're not they really big business the way that we think about big business. I mean, they're not trying to control the world. Yeah. Uh, they're a pretty yeah, huge tech are. giant right now, and uh, Steve Jobs is sick and stepped yeah. down. So. They're in a little bit of chaos right now, but okay. there are people are waiting for this five. Well, Apple Apple consumers are so um, bl- brand bland loyal. They're bland loyal. They yeah, like bland, bland things. <laughs> no, they're very brand loyal, and they're my roommate uh, Dustin is huge iPhone guy, and he's just waiting for this five. He's just on the edge of his seat. I'm, I'm right there with him. You know, I don't have any money to buy it, but I just want to look at my four. I've got the four. Yeah, I don't I'm, have the I'm four. I'm pretty satisfied with I that. I have the three, so you can understand why I'm, I am happy. <laughs> First one, right? Second. Second. This is actually 3GS, so it's the third generation. But see, I had the oh, I had old phones forever. I never hopped into that. Oh, I need a nice phone stuff until and then I'm like I finally went and I bought this four and it changed. Like I watched mm-hmm. Netflix on it. Like I'll just be sitting there watching a movie. Totally took me out of the social scene. I'm just absorbed in my phone for while your hands are yeah. like burning up. It's and great. And <laughs> That's what I love about it. I no longer have to talk to people. It get, well, people that are in front of you. You're always talking to somebody. They're just not right there. It's, it, that's probably uh, – that's the only thing I don't like about the phone is that it's just totally like your, your hands feel tingly and weird. And, oh, it gets hot, huh? And hot from holding it too long. Pretty soon you're going to have those fires. Like, you know, people used to always like fall asleep smoking and light their house on fire. It's like you fall asleep watching oh. a movie on your iPhone and burn your house <laughs> down. You're like, another idiot burns his house down. But it would be like it would burn in a perfect Apple symbol. <laughs> That's all. Yeah. Been great business. And so for it'd be Apple. D- you'd die cool. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's the way I want to go. Yes. So uh, yeah, that wraps it up, guys. Thanks for coming out. Um, we got anything to plug, Jermaine? What uh, what's going on with you? Um, got some shows coming up, but uh, you can check out my my website at uh, jermainel.com. Got a show on the twenty third at um, the Ice House. Oh, nice. But that's in October. But, yeah, you can check that out. Danielle? Uh, You can follow me on Twitter at at the Danny Stew, uh, D-A-N-I-S-T-E-W. I'll be at the Columbus Funny Bone next week, September 14th through 18th, opening for Bruce Bruce. Oh, nice. Good gig rolling in. Mr. Charles Allen. I will be performing at the world-famous Staples Center. On February 32nd. (laughs) 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 No, I don't really have anything going on right now. I'm just kind of homeless in between gigs, in between lives, and in between personalities right now. But I will be performing at the John Lovett's Comedy Club Saturday night at 8 o'clock. Are you guys on Twitter? Yeah, yeah, I am. I'm a. You can check me out on Twitter. Oh, this is Jermaine talking. Just check me out on Twitter at uh, the main main. Nice. Yeah. (laughs) Main main. That's my uh, screen name. Twitter it up. Well, thanks a lot, guys, uh, for listening to Driving Monkey. Check us out online, drivingmonkey.com, and have a good day.